hump day and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totri, joined on this hump day by Sean DePaz, Shane Diefenbach. Happy hump day, guys. Hump day. Totri, guess what day it is? What day is it, Sean? What day is it, Sean? Hump. Oh, bro, Geico went crazy with those commercials. Geico yeah, had some of the best commercials. Yeah, for that was like, a for like, what, like, the pig. Yeah, yeah, for like yeah. six years, and then they just stopped. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, was that was awesome. Was a great commercial. Those commercials <laughs> did go stupid. That was to this day that is my dad's favorite commercial. I, I would say that's a goaded commercial, but it's a pig. It's a pig commercial. Pig. Pig. It's a pig commercial. It's a pig commercial. I like the commercial. It's so easy a caveman can do it. And they yeah. Oh yeah, those were good. Yeah, did they have the best Jake from State Farm though? From like the State Farm commercials, yeah, those are commercials insurance, are also like best hard. insurance commercials. I mean, I, mean, I feel Flo's like Geico got consistency. Yeah, she's been true. Just she's pumping out content. She oh, yeah. has been pumping yeah. out. And content. the John Hamm commercials, money recently have been money. I also do like Progressive's um, turning into your parents commercials. Yeah, those Ooh, ones are great. Uh, the Little Caesars ones lately with the oh, pizza, my favorite pizza. insurance. Yeah, company. yeah, and and uh, well, I know, but I know, I'm I know. Just... <laughs> my favorite insurance is Little Caesars. <laughs> when he's like pizza, pizza, Matt Stafford. Yeah. that's a great one. Honestly, they probably have better insurance than they do pizza. Yeah, <laughs> you need insurance to eat their pizza, dude. Fuck you, Little Caesars. Wow. Okay. Well, pizza's not bad when you don't got Sean in your ear telling you it sucks. No, it is. It's bad. Yeah, it's Wait, bad. you, you, you like Little Caesars pizza? No, I'm joking. I mean, if no. you can get Johnny does. Yeah, well, because he has what? Little Caesars and nothing else in yeah. Maricopa? Yeah. The Chili's is on the way, but it's been on the way for a while. Chili's goes hard. Chili's does go hard. Mm. You know what else yeah, goes hard? Blue and onion. Don't give me that face, Lindsay. Off face. Mm. Chili's. I'm too good for Chili's. Are you too good I'm for Chili's? I'm wearing a beanie. Yeah. Okay, that's I'll fair. Respect. I can respect <sighs> that. I, I don't know if I, I agree, know. but I can respect I don't know that. if I agree. I agree. I think Chili's is better food. Mm. Applebee's is better. Chili's has a single beverage. Can we both agree that both are way too overpriced, though? What are we doing? I can't remember the last time I've been to either. Really? Yeah, I was a Fridays kid growing up because my mom worked mm, there once. So I, I, lived in Fridays. I think I've been there once. Fridays? It's yeah. pretty good. They had tremendous mozzarella sticks. Yeah. They had a, a Jack Daniels um, like burger. Shit went crazy. <sighs> and their clam chowder hit. And their artichoke dip. Back when they had like the red and black when chips. Does, if you mess up artichoke dip, you have a problem. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't even know where to start with that, to be honest with you. I yeah. don't know how to make it, but, yeah, but every, it just single, feels every, like single one, every single one I've had is good. And they all taste the same? Yep. Yeah. 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 They got some actually, grit. I've had that artichoke dip when it's too cheesy, too Parmesan-y. Mm, I don't know if there's a such thing. It, there is. It's too cheesy? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely too cheesy. Oh, to look, I feel the cheesiest yeah, coach. That's the best commercial ever. Which one? Best commercial ever? Not the best commercial ever. The, the that's that's cheese, a great the cheesy campaign. commercial. I woke up feeling the cheesiest. <laughs> the cheese wheels. Yeah. That's, Talking that's cheese wheels. Mm. Well, we're a couple we're minutes get, in. We're good to get in. We're, I was going to say, we're a couple <laughs> minutes in. Let's talk about ASU football, why don't we? Um, so they obviously had practice this morning, and practice looked a little different as it has over the course of the last couple weeks. However, this today's practice didn't necessarily have to do with the, the crazy intensity um, or the change of pace, guys getting kicked out of practice because they're late. Instead, today was more about the fact that there was 50-plus High school recruits, local kids that are at Arizona high schools, um, a handful obviously from Chandler where Aguano was formerly the head coach, including Sean, you, you brought it up off camera, but the number one quarterback um, in the nation who is an Ohio State football commit. Flip him. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's, that'd be a Let's little go, bit baby. of a stretch. Let's go, baby. I think you if you what? flip the number one quarterback from Ohio State to Arizona State, you should 100% have the job. Give Aguano a lifetime contract if that happens. A lifetime contract? <laughs> Just, I mean, go full Michigan State with it. So there were a lot of interesting points um, from from that specifically, right? Because we are in October. Normally, you wouldn't have this 
sheer number of local recruits coming to a practice this time of year. Maybe in December, maybe in the spring, um, you'd get a number like this. But right now, this is in the middle of the season. And obviously, Sean Aguano can't say too much because it would violate rules, right? But obviously, she's still getting used to. Yes. (laughs) The media was there. And as he's walking by, his the one thing that everybody heard him kind of say and take away was, I'm a man of my word. Obviously, alluding to the fact that he said, Hey, I'm going to be recruiting local kids. Did he just say that like unprompted? You know, he was just walking by the recruits. Yeah. He didn't say like That's, that yeah. goes crazy hard. Um, that goes crazy hard. Yeah. He's just like, Say my name. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> yeah. you know, a man good. of my word. But like, this is something that never happened under Herm. Mm. Right. So before we get into the rest of Aguano, because I do want to spend a lot of time today on does he have the actual ability to build a successful program here? This is obviously something at the start of it, right? Like being able to get this many recruits to come visit your school during fall break. Like that says something. Yeah. I mean, I think it just says a lot about his relationship probably with other coaches here. Like he just got the coaches to bring their their teams or whatever yeah. like um i mean it's good right like it's good i think it's good to have that kind of presence like i don't I, there's nothing bad from this. yeah yeah <laughs> yes. that's a good way to put it like i don't know how much it does like especially when like you have the number one recruit in the country there's committed to ohio state like you're he's obviously not there because you're trying for to 2024 him, yeah yeah you know you're obviously he's obviously not there because you're trying to get him to come to asu yeah like it's it's kind of an optics thing, um, but the fact that he's even on campus, like like you said, that's probably something that we wouldn't have seen before. Yeah. So it's a it's just a sign, I think, another sign that things are just kind of changing and moving in the right direction. I think the biggest thing for me is the following through with what you said. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It just that means the world to ASU fans because they've been lied to and burned before. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the biggest thing I'm taking away from this. Until you start seeing recruits committing if they even can at some point uh then yeah then 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 the next step will or the the ball start rolling a little bit more but for right now it's just kind of like good yeah this is this is the baseline for what should be done at a collegiate university when you promise something yeah and because i mean think about how many big schools like in football states don't get their recruits. Like mm-hmm. Texas doesn't get the best recruits in Texas. Yeah. No, none of the Florida schools get the best Florida recruits. SC used to. Yeah. But they, and they, they might start and again. they might start yeah. again. But they, they weren't for a while. Like obviously, I mean, yeah, you get to smaller states like the best players in Pennsylvania, a lot of them are going to Ohio State or other places in the big time. I mean, there are guys going to Penn State, obviously, but like um it when you are in a state like that and you can start like kind of planting your flag, like that gives you you should already have an advantage. Yeah. So at least he, it looks like he's trying to get that back. And I think the biggest one of the w- things that I like to talk about when I'm talking about recruiting, especially within state, is Arizona is slept on in a lot of sports. I mean, obviously, hockey is a huge one. People don't think people yeah. play hockey like that out here, but they do. Uh, but another one is is football. I mean, bas- basketball is its own beast. Basketball has some pretty good recruits. But football is kind of overlooked, I feel like. like there are some really good programs here. Also, shout out. All Water, Desert Mountain, ranked number one in the state right now. Yeah. I think they play Notre Dame number two in the state on Friday. Do you think that Arizona is the best, when you consider all the sports, the best high school sports state in the country? No, no. it's California. California and Texas. Yeah. By far. And I don't, yeah, Florida. I was with him. I, I don't put, even I think put those close. But I mean, so you have to like factor in hockey, yeah. which those two states don't really play. Yeah. You factor in, like, I think it's probably the best baseball state. 
I think this is this is obviously Texas and California have a significant size advantage. Yeah. Um, but when you, I guess, maybe that per capita, there's some big motherfuckers yeah, yeah. here though too. Per capita, not si- not physically size advantage. I mean, they got. I mean, I'm saying I'm saying size advantage, bro. I'm talking size advantage. <sighs> Sometimes it's just <laughs> that one, one out the other. Look, hey, it is what it is. Okay, <laughs> don't be mad at me. Um, no one's mad at you. I wasn't mad at you. I, I, feel, more like, I feel like Sean's mad. I was more disappointed. I'd rather you be mad at me. What? I'd much rather somebody be mad at me than disappointed at me. Yes. Yeah, disappointed fair. is yeah, like true. It's it's so much deeper. Because you expected something. Yeah. yeah. That's what disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Angry is fine. You'll get over that. But mm. disappointed is like. That's why I think that ASU fans have a trouble between distinguishing those two. Are yeah. you mad or are you just disappointed? <laughs> but I feel like a lot of people try to act like they're mad when they should really just be disappointed. But I again, I, or no, other way around. Yeah, you'd rather. Dis- them. I feel like a lot of people think they're disappointed when they should just be mad. Yeah, yeah. Because you you expected this. You should have expected this. Yeah. yeah. But there's no reason now to be right. Mm-hmm. Would you like? There's no reason now after what we've seen the last three weeks or so. There's no reason to be disappointed or mad, right? Obviously, ASU lost to Utah. They lost to USC. Um, but given no, what no, we've no, seen, no, the no, Utah no. game, I was mad. Because they looked sorry. Yeah. Um, there but, was no coach bump. <laughs> but yeah, and there, but there's no there's no disappointment. But, but I also think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's, there's, no, there's you, no reason you should have expected anything no. better. I mean, I expected them to play a little better, I guess, in Utah. I wasn't mad or disappointed after USC. I was, if anything, I was pleasantly surprised. LTC, like a lot of the Sun Devil community, I'm immune, he says. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, I think, and that's one of the part, going back to the, the recruiting stuff that is interesting to me is, Already, it's tough for Aguano given the schedule, right? Like he he's thrown in the fire. He's got to play three top twenty five teams in his first three weeks. Um, he's got Utah, USC, then Washington. Like, at what point is it unfair because it's all so elevated, right? Like the recruiting thing. This is yes, it's a promise, but in a normal sense, if a coach gets hired and he says, "Hey," I am going to recruit local kids. This is not something you're probably going to see in the first three weeks of his tenure because yeah. he has time. Yeah. So you're asking if... It, like, how much of this are we seeing now? Because A, you think he this is just who he is and this is what he wants, or B, like, this is something obviously he wants, but the only reason he's doing it right the second is because he's on a accelerated timeline. Um, I mean, it's both, I think, like... I feel like he came in with a sense of urgency. Like, I don't have any time to waste, but it's also who he is. Like, I think you saw from his opening presser that he was committed to this state and recruiting from the state. And he was just like, I think once he got the job, he's like, he knows that this is his opportunity. Like, he he doesn't have time to wait. He has to he has to go. So, um, I mean, I think if if he had gotten this job in the offseason without the interim tag, you'd be saying the same thing. You'd be seeing basically the same thing. You think so? Um yeah, I don't. I mean, you might have seen it earlier in the season or something like that. I don't know, but I think, I, I think, you know, like you said, he didn't have time to waste. And but this is who he is, regardless. Like I think, like I think he would have seen it to some extent, even if he was the full time head coach. I love Rodrigo's comments. I think Sean Aguano taking over the current ASU program reminds me of the guy who took over for General Custard. Wasn't that Ulysses Grant though? Was it? I have I, no idea. I think so bad with history. Yeah, that's a that's a, a era of American history that I don't know a whole <laughs> whole lot yeah, about. It is what it is. Um, do you think Shane, with the elevated timeline now, 
How much of it from Ray's perspective here, talking about the recruits and the games, do you have to balance, do you think, when you're looking at, you know, potentially hiring a guano full time? It's hard for me to say just because I don't know what the idea was when when going with Iguana. Like, like Ray's I, expectations? Yeah, I don't I have no idea what his gotcha. expectations are. I, I don't know. I don't think you leverage a lot, um, as Allie is calling me right yeah, now. Yeah, she was literally just calling me. I was just about to say, she just <laughs> called me on the phone. Um, We're live, Allie. <laughs> but I, I, I just don't know what, what he really expected from this. So I, I think if your expectation is to succeed this season, then I think you wait until the latter half because this isn't going to tell you much. I think Washington is... A barometer for sure, though. This is the true litmus test, as I've said. Like, if you can compete, fine. Mm-hmm. If you can win, huge. But if you get embarrassed by Washington, who is a good team, but not a great team, a ranked team, one of the top twenty-five, I think in the a nation. little fraudulent, but ranked, yes. I don't think. I mean, I think. I think they're very good, nice. but also who's who has not had success <laughs> in Tempe in in a very long time. In a very long time. Yeah, I mean. I think ASU can get like ASU can get <laughs> embarrassed without like by U of or UW just because Michael Penix can be Michael Penix. If 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 a, U of A or if ASU gets embarrassed by UW without Michael Penix being spectacular, then that's a problem. Yeah, sure. that's almost unexcusable. Yeah, I think. that's a problem. If Michael Penix is is just like oh last week was a fluke and I'm yeah. still a Heisman guy, then that's um, a story. Rodrigo following it up with during the Battle of Bighorn. Yeah. yeah okay. So Little Bighorn. He's basically saying that ASU is in the midst of a battle right now and it's not going well because, yeah. Um, yeah. One of General Custer is a laughing stock of American history and Ulysses S. Grant was on the $50 bill. So, well, U- Ulysses S. Grant, I don't think, took over during the actual battle. What, what, what are we doing? But what, my, what are we talking about? History lesson. My point I is, is like that one of, the, one of them is a joke. One of them is mm. less of a joke. One of them is he's on the money. Yeah, he's on the money. Yeah, that's that's an all time. Why are we chanting my name? Yeah, pugs and hugs in the chat change. He's our man. He just comes in here and says things. (laughs) Maybe he meant Sean, not me. Sean, it's like a guano Sean. Mm. Mm, He spelled Shane twice though. (laughs) (laughs) Like I I would argue that's the only thing that made sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Well, the only thing that makes sense to me is underdog fantasy. Um, Quite literally, all you got to do pick higher. Lower, if it happens, you make money. That makes a bunch of sense to me. You guys can search in the App Store or click the link. A bunch of sense with a C. There you go. There you go. Search in the App Store or click the link in the show notes. Sign up with promo code PHNX, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today. You gentlemen have a fantasy show tomorrow, correct? Yeah. um, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, but I won 400 Beanaroonies. On Beanaroonies, Beanaroonies, Beanaroonies. I didn't elevate like <laughs> yes, that. Yes, you did. You no, I went like this, but I didn't come up in my yeah, chair. Yeah, you, like you, your head went like that. Okay, Beanaroonies. We'll I'll do that. Oh, I just um, like that. But yeah, on Underdog Fantasy, Stop. I might have been a little a five, bad, uh, a five pick, higher lower, uh, pick them through twenty one four hundred, uh, all NFL Sunday and Monday games. Love it. it and awesome. the final leg was the makers, final pick was Cam Akers under forty two and a half rushing yards. And it got scary the Oof. first drive only because he had like 10. Yeah. Um, finished with 13, right? Yeah, he finished with like 18 or something. But I, I done had said. He did. He, he 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 can't block. He can't pass protect. And when you can't pass protect against a really good defense, you're in trouble as a running back. Yeah. Did you win any money on our drama? Uh, no. That's just because week. you're bad at picking was, or the players are bad at playing? It was a tough week. Um. 
I lost in every facet of of of. I thought I was gonna. I thought the Bills were gonna lose, so I would have been a big L. But um, lost on underdog, lost in fantasy. It was mm. uh, uh, just rough week of football. But the Bills lost did end in up Madden playing. League. It was a tough. Yeah, um, they were the one saving grace of the Bills. But yes, we do have our fantasy show tomorrow. If you want verification uh, as to why you should watch the show, I'm ten and two in all three of my fantasy leagues combined. Uh, my fantasy team is is are collectively him. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately, I play Shane this week in mm-hmm. our work league. No, I played David this week. He, his team is a wagon. Yeah, my yeah. team's a wagon too. Like I, we have David's team beat me by a hundred. Yeah, we played his team, but then his team score like over two hundred points. Like, yeah, that was, that was more it was like two hundred forty points. Yeah. I could have started my entire all my starters and my bench. And For the record, still lost by like fifty. I only lost in fantasy because I forgot to take Michael Thomas out. That's the only reason I lost. It is what it happens. Is. What time is the fantasy show tomorrow? Three p.m. Tune in, guys. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code PHNX. Get in on the action today. Sean, I want to go back to something that you had mentioned earlier in terms of Aguano's relationship with some of these high school coaches. Obviously, it means a lot in terms of simply getting these kids to the practices, right? Getting them to the facility. How much of it do you think also is an important standpoint of like, okay, Aguano as a, either worked with these coaches before or he's coached against them. Like, he just has a relationship with them. How far does that go in terms of getting some of these recruits to actually commit to Arizona State, you think? I mean, that's another thing. It can't hurt, right? Like, in a lot of these situations... Unless I mean, he completely whooped their ass and... <laughs> yeah, but I feel like Aguano... <laughs> Like, I think part he for that, yeah, that he has yeah. he, he has a lot of respect amongst <laughs> high school football coaches in the state, and it is it's obviously a different situation for kids, but in a lot of situations, kids rely pretty heavily on their coach during the recruiting process. Yeah. Like they're a, a huge voice for them. Mm-hmm. So if if especially if you have an, uh, an offensive guy or specifically a running back, and it's like you, that coach will know like this is a guy you can go to and get better at football with. So that that it definitely can help, right? It, I mean it. If you have a guy that can go to Ohio State, they're probably still going to push those guys to those marquee programs. They're not going to be like, sacrifice that to yeah. stay home and play with this guy who I know. But it could be it could be huge to at least get kids to seriously consider ASU, yeah. to know that this is a viable option. But even without the coach, like the coach thing is huge. But from a playing perspective, like almost all of these kids grew up knowing who Chandler was and knowing yeah. how yeah. dominant yeah. they were. And because of Sean Aguano. Like that, that definitely holds some weight. Is he a local Herm? Well, hold on now. <laughs> in the sense regard? of, in the sense of, what we talked about when Herm was the coach oh, at Arizona yeah, State, walking into people's living rooms of like, oh, like the parents know who Herm Edwards is. Well, Herm, a, Herm was the local Herm then. Mm, no, well, no, I'm talking like just for Arizona Cause, cause, though, because uh, Herm could walk into someone's living room in Los Angeles and they would know who okay. he is. Yeah, so, I'm talking about here, like he can go to Aguano, like you know. said with. Everyone grew up knowing who the Chandler Wolves were yeah. and how dominant of a football program. That's in part, gotcha. in large part, because of Iguano. Like when he goes into these living rooms and is like, <laughs> "Hey, look, look what I have been able to accomplish at the high school level." And he brings his trophies with him. See, <laughs> see, <laughs> okay. Uh, but is he almost in that sense? Like he brings that from a local perspective. Yeah, like people know who he is. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, if you hire him, that's part of the reason why. If you hire him full time, it's because you know that he has a certain amount of clout in Arizona and you're making a concerted effort to recruit kids in Arizona. Now that's not going to be enough for this program to be successful. Exactly. You can't no, get no, a no, successful no, no, no. program recruiting With only your in your state. Guys. No, uh, no, no. This isn't Texas. Like Texas, what Texas, Miami might be able to get away with that, but this is not that. Um, but even, even when that is their main t- 
priority, like they still go out and get. No, yeah, hundred percent. But I'm saying like those th- those teams might be able to get yeah. away with it if they were on the recruiting. Just keep state. their head above water. ASU could not. No, especially when you have U of A down the street who's also doing a pretty damn good job recruiting in state mm-hmm. as well. So like, go get somebody uh, from Oral Valley. You need piss Jedfish off. <laughs> but you do need more than that, and that's dead. where like if he does get the full time job, his his hires, his assistants could come in to play. Um, but. It, he's going to need a little more than that, but it is a huge first step because I feel like you have to, again, not to, to bring them up again, but you look at schools like Texas, like Miami, or any of the Florida schools, really. Like Part of the reason they struggle so much recently is because they haven't been able to recruit in state. Yeah. You can't recruit in state. You're going to rec- struggle to recruit outside of state yeah. as well. So it's a good starting spot, but he's going to need more. Pipeline recruiting, whether it's inside of, whether if it's in Arizona or they've had success in California too, that's your foundation. Yeah. You need to Fun go get down. the X factor somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Or you can get the X factor in state, but those, those are few and far between. And oftentimes they go to Ohio State. You need to go get the X factor, the four-star recruit that's being overlooked by the Buckeyes that lives yeah. in Ohio. Yeah. You need to go grab him. Which are make sure his name's not Paul Tyson. Hard to find. <laughs> uh, the last X factor, I Still think. Just catching strays. I'm sorry. <laughs> the last X factor, X factors that I would argue that came from Arizona, like, Local products would be Nikhil Harry and Chase Lucas. Yeah. Both of which went to Chandler High School. Yeah. Oh, you're from Arizona that stayed at ASU. That stayed here. Isn't Isaiah Glass also? I wouldn't put him necessarily on the same wavelength as Nikhil. Yeah, well, it's it's hard to be an X-Factor if you're not on a skill position guy. Yeah, but there's also also a part in it, right, where like, and and maybe it would have been different if Iguana was the coach at the time. But you also have to look at some of the recruits where Arizona has, where Arizona State, I feel like, has struggled consistently. Like, there have been guys that have gone to Arizona high schools that have been top tier talent, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about Keely Ringo, who is a projected first round pick, mm-hmm. um, was at Saguaro just a couple years ago. Talk about Denzel Burke, who's a starting cornerback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. He also went to Ohio State. Um, like, why can't Arizona State get these guys? They're local kids. Is that on Herm? Is that on the program? Is that on a mix of the two? Yeah, I mean, I think it's on. I think it's on a mix of the two for sure. But it was mostly on Herm these last couple of years. Like they recruited okay in state. Probably ten years ago was the best at it. Like, obviously, in the mid two thousand, mid or early two thousand, Zach Miller, Terrell Suggs, like those type of guys. Um, also, shout out DJ Foster. He yep. he grew up right down the street. For he me. was also in a local X Factor. He like. was un. Believable at ASU, um, yeah. I don't know. Just, I, you have to. You have to have a pride in doing so. You have to want to. And Sean Agano clearly wants to. Uh, but I also just feel like it's what's happened with the program and ASU athletics in general. Like, just got this rainy cloud above it. Yeah. Even before the investigation, just always kind of last ten years. It just but is that is that the fans like making this rainy cloud, no, or is school, it like the school made it themselves? I mean, it's like any weather phenomenon. It's a, it's a mixture of, of <laughs> yeah. very specific Unless there's a weather machine. That is true. Uh-oh, Michael did, Crow. Did have a weather machine. There was a, a weatherman back home who had like a little weather machine that he would, like schools would compete and he would bring it to whatever school one. He would do all this weather stuff. Wait, what's a weather did machine? Did it work? 
Like, yeah, well? I mean, it, I mean, he wasn't changing like the weather in well, the entirety yeah. of Western New York, but I mean, it was like I'd be pretty crazy if he could do that. It would like it would be random things that he would like teach you. Like, about could he make with. it rain in like the size of a football field? No, no, no not that crazy. It do? was like a, it was something that we had that would definitely be like what do weather machines that do? That shit would be That's you a, would he would have been kidnapped. You would have heard about that. No, you wouldn't The U.S. government would have shut that down real quick. What do weather machines do? I don't remember exactly. It was when I was a kid, but it was something they had it on stage at an auditorium. Like it wasn't. Anything crazy. I don't know the point of it. Like, if it's a weather machine, it was to teach kids. It teach was kids just what though about weather? Like, it, it, so it, a PowerPoint? No, oh my. it was like experiments and stuff. But like, he had a machine. I don't. But it doesn't actually change. I don't the weather. remember. Listen, man, you're the one that it brought up the weather machine. It was a decade ago. I was just mentioning from it my in passing. It was a reference. From my understanding, a weather machine can make it rain in a very small area. Like it can it was not that. Okay. You ever get in one sick. of those hurricane machines at a mall though? No. Oh yeah, dude. Those things go hard. I, that I, that just unlocked a part yeah, of my. That's crazy. Someone brought that up the other day and they unlocked it for me. Those things go crazy. Richard Martinez in the chat said, "Felt like there was a dedication to watching and recruiting California these past couple of years versus getting local talent to stay home." Yeah, it felt like Herm was enamored with like other places' yeah. talent. It seemed uh, like it like, wasn't good enough for it, him. It was a little he bit of taking SoCal. Yeah, it was a little bit of taking ASU or Arizona for granted, like. We're in Arizona. We shouldn't have that much of a hard time recruiting Arizona kids. Um, but like, and I mean, I understand it, right? Like, especially with USC and UCLA not being what they what they could have been, like them being down programs yeah. the last however many years. Like, that's a pretty big opportunity. So I understand that process. But again, like we were saying, you need that that foundation of recruiting at home first before something like that can be successful. Yeah, it felt like he never. Like Herm never, when he was here, never necessarily built that foundation recruiting wise. Mm -hmm. And I think we've seen that kind of evolve with the transfer portal. And that's something that I feel like is going to be interesting to see if Aguano does get the full time job, how he's able to kind of work the two in tandem. Because I'm not sure how much it is going to hinder guys that have a year left um, of, you know, eligibility for them to want to come play for a guy that, A, doesn't necessarily have a ton of head coaching experience, especially at the collegiate level, but B, I feel like this is very clearly, from the outside looking in, this is a this is a project. Yeah. that Like, this isn't a win-now team. This isn't a win-now program. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, because that's something that, that Ray brought up when, you know, they had announced that Aguano was going to be the interim coach, was we need a coach that is going to be with the times. NIL, transfer portal, etc. Okay, well, how do you convince NIL guys or transfer portal guys to come here when it very clearly, it, it's not a win now situation? Yeah, I mean, that's the ultimate question. Yeah, right? like, you you really have to drive home. Do you want to be a part of something special? Do you yeah. want to be a part of the rebuild? That's, which is really hard did. to ask. Yeah, yeah. like you, you have to convince kids that like... But you have to believe it. Yeah, I think 100%. Yeah, that, that's something where like... They they are kids, but they're not stupid, and all and their parents aren't stupid either, and they're also not kids. Like like they they will be able to tell if you're not being sincere about something for the most part. And again, that's why Jed Fish has been so successful. It's like you have to convince people that like no, we haven't been good, but you can be the reason why. Like you can become a legend, yeah, for that reason. Um, which like certain, I mean that that appeals to certain people. It it went to others. Um, and that's ultimately part of the job of recruiting is you got to find people that will fit into your program and where your program is and what your program is trying to achieve. Yeah. You know what didn't take very much convincing was 
getting people to sign up for the hockey. It took no, literally event. no convincing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Unfortunately, we're sold out. Or not really, unfortunately. Unfortunately for you if you didn't get one. That's true. But there's going to be plenty be more events. Be a member. Plenty more Four Peaks um, events with us, with literally all of our partners, but specifically that hockey event. Sean, what are you looking forward to most? All of it. I don't know. Um, the Taco, Taco Bar. Bar is yeah, up there Taco for sure. Bar, Four Peaks is going to go hard. Um, the the beer, for sure. The, the hockey game, of the game, for sure. The 100%. arena, for sure. The post-game show, for sure. Um, special guest on the post-game show. Special guest, for, for sure. sure. The multitude of mullets that will be there, for the sure. The multitude of mullets. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, That's what the baby. post-game show is going to be called. When Sean's not stumbling over his words, he's a fantastic speaker. I would say that was the nicest way to to. It was backhanded it. for sure, but yeah, um, <laughs> that was like the nicest. It's also true. Well, it's also the truth. So I, the, the only reason why I say this is one because I do this as well, but two because we literally talked about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we did talk yeah. about this yesterday. No, I mean it is what it is. I, uh, I, I have it sometimes. Sometimes I don't. It gets away from me. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like Danny Dimes on that that one where he was like he had like that seventy yard rush and then he yeah, tripped then at the end. Sometimes he can break out a 70-yard rush, but then he might trip at the end. Sean only has it some of the times. Four Peaks has it all the time, guys. Definitely stay tuned for more Four Peaks events. And remember, if you guys are going to be going to some of these events um, or just going to Four Peaks to drink in general, you do got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. 33 days till ASU basketball. That is crazy. That's just creeping up. We're going to be in the trenches for a second. In in the best kind of trenches. And basketball. Not these gross mud trenches, like built out. Like a good trench. Bunker trench. Is there a good like trench? Irrigation yeah. trench. Is yeah. there? Like well, I know you can have a well built trench, but does anyone like, yeah. It doesn't have to be a trench for war. It's what like else a trench. Are for? Like, a, like an irrigation trench. But is that yeah. like a, yeah. The Mariana trench. I mean, yeah. Well, that's deep and dark, which I guess this could end up becoming. <laughs> well, I mean, but, well we could just be floating on top. That terrifies me. That too. does terrify me, too. Uh, floating on top of big a trench. Sea creature. It's like I mean, technically a trench is. Why did all large sea creatures make that noise though? (laughs) Well, we don't know if any perspective. It's like like, like dinosaurs roaring. Like we don't know what they sound like. What if they all sounded like monkeys? That's that's (laughs) Would you be more scared (laughs) if you were in the ocean and you heard roar? (laughs) (laughs) You just get transported back to prehistoric times and you hear. I'm like, you is turn that, around. Is that like, a T-Rex? All of a sudden, he opens his mouth and goes, "Oh God!" <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> or, no, he they goes, spoke English. He goes like this. Oh, that would be the most terrifying. <laughs> that right there would 100 percent be the most terrifying. <laughs> LTC in the chat saying Coach Hurley has been fasting for no, he's months. been eating good for months. He's been uh, he's getting preparing ready for hibernation. To fast. He's yeah. getting ready to fast 100 percent. A lot of four piece chicken tendies. Oof, mm. hypothetically, potentially, I he definitely is. He definitely is. Um, getting it's back to their Arizona, huh? <laughs> it's just bad journalism. <laughs> okay, hey, we're talking about fucking chicken yeah, tenders. No hey. Talk about chicken tenders. You just use the f word. We should get a jar. I was just about to say we need one. I think I Sean. Think that was the first one of the show. Yeah, and we're no, thirty I minutes. Said, in. I said uh, I gave some of the double birds and to someone at the beginning of the show. Damn. Lindsay, you don't even remember who? Oh yeah, Lindsay. It was definitely Lindsay. No, I don't think it was. Wow, that's crazy. Then I think you just flipped off a ghost. No, no, it was, it was, it was, it was something oh, like it was. Uh, I think it was like an inanimate object, mm. some sort. I don't remember what we were talking. Start flipping, flipping. We'll go back and review the tape. We'll review the tape. Throw the challenge flag. We'd never review the tape, by the way. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I, yeah, we're just like we review we're just the tape like, every uh, day. Like, um, 
referees at NFL games and they go into the little thing. They're just watching. We're just yeah. watching them play over again. Yeah, they're just watching crazy. Cartoons. Absolutely crazy. Narnia. Have you guys seen Narnia in a while? No, no. I've never seen it. Oh, what? We've Actually, had this conversation. We've had this conversation before. That's a phenomenal movie. I believe it. I want Turkish Delight so bad. You know the 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 princess has the queen. Turkish delight. Do you actually want it? Like, have you what had Turkish, Turkish delight? No, I want the one from the movie. Okay, because I've about. seen like this yeah. TikTok where Narnia? where Narnia they they make it look better than well, yeah, it actually it's not is, good. It's I know actually that, gross. but like the one in the movie, it's no like offense it's... to the Turkish people or the, well, the Turkish Turks. delights. Charles in the chat saying he's never seen Narnia. What? what have you guys, guys read it? What are we doing? Uh, if I haven't seen a movie, you think I read it? Am I yeah, David? Like, what are we doing? It's oh, oh. a disrespect. I'm just not a red. It is a disrespect. How is a disrespect to know David to read? Ew, dude, this looks so gross. Let me see. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Hey. <laughs> Wait, what is it? We got to get a jar. 100% yeah. we got to get a jar. You would be the one putting the most money in the jar. Not when you I, go no, on a no, rant, no, 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 no. you are putting a month's worth of money. The thing is, at that point, it become a competition. I don't think I would swear again. It would slip Ever? out a couple times. It would slip out a couple times, especially if they lose to Eastern So this Eastern is what it Michigan. looks like in the movie? Yeah. Yeah, in the movie, it looks bomb. And then this is what it actually is. That looks disgusting. Total offense. That looks horrible. <laughs> looks way better in the movie, guys. So I don't know what we're doing with the, the real Turkish delight. Um, What's the goat's name? Goat man's name? What are we? birds to somebody at the beginning of the show. <laughs> okay, dude. Okay. Um, getting back to yeah. ASU football and Sean Aguano for oh, a yeah. second here. Exactly. Um. What we've seen the last two games, obviously it is a small small pool of what we're going to see for the remainder of the season. And again, it's tough to judge because he just coached against Utah and USC, the two best teams in the conference by a mile. However... Mr. Tumnus. Mr. Tumnus. Okay. Um, he's talking about... There we go. The goat in Narnia. Thank the you. Rage on. literally always on point. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus. Um... How we have much, an incredibly intelligent chat. We have a very, yes. Uh, going back to these two games and the sample size that Ray has seen from, from this coaching staff under Iguano, we've talked about recruiting, and I feel like we've gotten a good sense of what recruiting long-term would be like with Iguano. It would be very intense. It would be very aggressive in terms of coaching now and on-the-field stuff. I know you're going to say, well, I need to see what he's going to do against Washington or what he's going to do against some of the bad yeah. teams in the conference. But from what we've seen these from games. these two games, is it promising enough to feel like he's going to maybe get a shot? Like, do you like what you've seen so far? Sean, and I, I don't want you to compare it to her. No, I well, in and of I, itself, I kind of have to for this reason. Yes, because he made adjustments. Like you saw that what like there was a clear plan in the in the game against Utah and it did not work. They came out in USC, and it was a different game plan that was effective. Now, I need to see them make those adjustments in-game, because they did not do that against USC. Exactly, and you need to make adjustments to adjustments. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need to make those those halftime adjustments. So, if he can make that next step against Washington, so, if they need to, of course. Putting Iguano's two-game tenure in a vacuum, it's very hard from what yeah. happened because of Herm and how weird it was. But just from a pure football perspective, they looked like a better team. Yeah. After yeah. the after the stuff after Utah, so you want to see improvement every single week. We saw that. Yeah. Now, do you, do you continue to improve or do you fall flat on your face? We'll see. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, like I, I mentioned this before, but like ASU has the hardest schedule in the conference, or has had the hardest schedule in the conference so far. Only three teams in the entire nation have played three top twenty-five teams. Yeah. Wow, and that's crazy. you have a new head coach who played two of them in the first two games. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, 
Utah just did what they did to ASU, to Oregon State, who we thought was one of the best teams in the conference. Like, and then they they played well against USC, who's supposed to be the best team in the conference. Like, we still have to see them play against teams of their own, like their their level. Like, I I, I think ASU is going to blow some teams out in this conference. Like once they play teams that are a little more on their level, Stanford, Colorado, U of A. You're, I think you're on at that this point train now. Do you do you really think that like and I know we are gonna talk about our power rankings. They'll be on YouTube later. But like I don't think that Kale is really a better team than ASU when they're playing their best. No, I don't either. No, but this is what's happening right now. This is all we know right now. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but when they're playing their best, ASU when they're playing their best is is in the middle of this conference. Yeah, and so we've been hard on ASU because of the Eastern Michigan loss, and really that's it. Because but so otherwise, is the entire country. As yeah. it should be. No, no, no. And no, they 100% deserve to be yeah. hard on, but like... But I think, yeah, I agree with what you're saying because I think a lot of people, including, you know, some viewers and sometimes just the fan base and even us sometimes, look at that and think they can't go anywhere else. Yeah. There, there's there, there's no potential. They just close it off. It's it's over now. You lost Eastern Michigan. When in reality, like, th- this can change. And we've seen change. We just need to see consistent exponential growth throughout the rest yeah. of the season. And then like it's, it's I'm not trying to excuse the Eastern Michigan loss. It's no. a really bad loss. But it's still like that kind of stuff happens sometimes in college football. And it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that the team is bad. Uh, ASU is not a good team necessarily, but they're not as bad of a team as they were and, in that game. And we're about to see a comparison with U of A. Look, they're they they've been good. Jacob Cowing is a top five receiver in the nation. We yeah. know this. He's they've a, also had the pleasure of playing who they've had. Exactly. Yes. And as LTC says in the chat you know their next five games? Let's see. They have at home against Oregon this week. Lost. At Washington next week. Lost. At home against USC the week after. <laughs> at Utah next, oh, next week. Oh, man. And then at UCLA. Lost. Oh, yeah, lost. All ranked I could teams. see that also, though. I could also see UCLA being a bad UCLA. I mean, it is UCLA. Yeah. UCLA will not be ranked by that time. No way. No well, uh, what is UCLA's schedule? I don't have to talk about it, but uh, I'm curious. Um, yeah, but I mean, ASU is is is... Better than I, what I think they have been so Who's far. Who's at Utah this weekend? UCLA is at Utah or at home against Utah this weekend, and then at Oregon. Dude, if weekend. UCLA somehow beats stop, Utah, I'm going to lose stop my shit it right now. I, I think we've seen that Utah and USC are far superior than the third best team in this conference, whoever that is. I agree. I agree. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon's the third best team in this conference at this point. Doing but for the last Oregon. three weeks, it's been either Oregon or it's been Washington, and then for at least for Sean and I, not for Shane, but Oregon State was up there for a quick second, like. The last couple of weeks, I think it's been the reason that the shuffle has kind of gone the way it has over the course of the last three weeks is because there is no clear cut number three. And there's weird I really hope USC wins out. Like, yeah. I hope uh, USC wins out. Yeah, they're the only chance this conference has at a, at a playoff Same. team now. Same. I think it'd be very interesting to see USC compete against some of these. I know. I, yeah, I, I, I think I think Caleb Williams can have a performance where at least one of those games is close. I know. I think if USC plays Georgia, or well, yeah, I think Georgia. if USC plays, well, I'm talking college football playoff. Yeah. If they play Georgia, they lose by 40. Yeah, but I'm talking two and three. If they, if they get the three, I don't know if they, they get like 40. if they get a Michigan somehow. Yeah. They beat Michigan, I think. Whoa. Jesus. I I don't. They, or they can beat Michigan. I don't want to say I, I think, think they beat Michigan. I think they can uh, compete with Georgia. No, that defense. That they're they're. USC's defense is not good enough. I think size Missouri is- almost beat Georgia last okay, week. Okay, but outlier. Okay, whatever. Okay, Alabama then. So, yeah, size size wise maybe not, but I'm saying Caleb Williams it has the potential to put on a performance where you can beat damn near everybody. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be interesting. Damn near. If you're Excusing a top five Georgia? quarterback, if you're a top five quarterback in college football, then that sentence is 100 percent true. 
Especially when you have pieces that are competent around you. I just, he hasn't played anybody. Okay. But I'm saying, but we've seen the potential to take over games. Have we not? Even at Oklahoma. Like, yeah. But he hasn't played a defense. Okay. But, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's proven anything. I'm saying he can do that. We've yeah, seen him take over he's games. Got yeah, I guess. But, uh, uh, yeah. Chris speaking my language right now in the chat saying, ASU, in my opinion, is a real chance to pick up four to five more wins the rest of the season if we keep trending in the right direction. But that's me being optimistic. Brother, you and me both because I got a futures bet. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say the reason you you'd be hammering that four and five win Marker is probably because you've got a futures bet out there. Five and a half. Oh boy, <laughs> it's not looking. It's not looking promising. It's not looking terrible. I mean, it is because yeah, it is. <laughs> the Eastern Michigan was a gimme. Yeah, but you beat um, Washington. Things are right back on. Yeah, track. no, you beat Washington and you are right back in it. But look, if you're gonna, if you're expecting to lose money on your futures bet because of ASU. It's totally okay because you can win some money on some NFL football on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And if that's not enough, everybody can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? And to make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day. All season long, it's simple. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Well, it's week seven. That's the future of the uh, of the Pac-12. Or that's the Pac-12. Utah, USC. Utah, USC. Yeah, Utah. Utah's winning that game. Utah's winning that game? Unfortunately. <sighs> They're at home. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that one's... I don't think USC's that good. Uh, they're good. I don't know why. I don't think there's that. Yeah, yeah, Sean's been on the train, and I I completely get that. I'm not saying that you're wrong by any means. I just think that talent-wise, they are the top two teams, and it's not close. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, no, no. In the conference, for sure. But I think Utah is... But I think Utah has flaws that that, that a lot of people haven't seen yet. I think that the loss of... Kishi, Keithy, the loss of Keithy, their number one tight end. Uh, Dalton Kincaid's very good. That that's going to expose some things. Their offense, if you shut down a couple options, if you shut down their short game, they are in trouble. They haven't been able to run the ball that well. Tavion Thomas, obviously, very good, but they have to win with their defense. And if USC can put up points, I know their defense isn't great. If they can put up points, I don't think Utah can compete. But it's at Utah. I think Utah still wins. And I think Utah is going to. I don't think Utah is going to struggle to put up points against that team. ASU has not put up points on anybody really, and they put up twenty five. I know, on USC. I know, but but weird things happen when two big teams play each other. Yeah, I mean, it's I think that game's probably going to be a banger. I think I think it's going to be like a 45, 39 I game, hope something so, man. crazy like that. We deserve it. No, we we could talk it. about this more on our Pac twelve power rankings, um, which we will. Again, Sean alluded to it. It's going to be on YouTube later today, so definitely go check that out. Um, final point though on Iguano, and again, I think we're all on an understanding that it is early in his quote-unquote tenure here um, or audition, whatever you want to call it. Do we think from what we've seen, recruiting, coaching, media-wise, because I feel like that goes into it too, like I feel like he's won, he's won over the media a little bit. And maybe that's because Herm was so different than maybe Iguano is in the sense of like, Sean is going to be authentic, he's going to be real, and he's going to tell you immediately, like, yes, this is our fault, we need to change something. Herm was a little bit less on that train. Um, do we think that Iguano, at this point in time, will be given a chance at the end of the season? Not now. 
No. Okay. I don't, no. It, 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 no. It, it's it's too early, man. Like yeah. he's played two games against two really good teams. I, I, I abstain. Yeah, it's a <laughs> tough question to ask. I don't think you can give a real answer right now. If I had a bet on it, I'll say yes. I think he ultimately if will. If you had a bet on it, you'd say yes. If you're making me choose, I think I ultimately would say yes. I just interesting. Yeah, I think the just the Arizona thing. If if you can get people to start really committing to this and believing in it, then it's going to be hard to pass that up. Again, all depends on who's the other option. Like if you, I think that ultimately decides his fate. If you can get someone crazy, then you have to go with someone crazy. But if if it's between someone comparable, like you're going to stick with Guano. So. Just because of the local factor, and he's just here, like, and he's he's. I don't want to say he deserves it, but I mean he's been with the program for a few years. Like, I don't know, but yeah, like you can't really answer that question right now. Like, if you're going off of what you see in the last two games, like, he hasn't done anything to deserve the job. He lost two games. Yeah, LCC but. in the chat. Do you think Raymond is hoping for Aguano to fail behind closed doors? First off, I love the fact that you refer to him as Raymond. That is an um, interesting question, though. I don't it, see why he'd want him to fail. I'm, but I mean, like, it's it's I, I think, it's a tough predicament because if Iguana goes crazy, then you have to keep him. Yeah, but I think if anything, he wants him to go crazy because then he doesn't have to put his neck out to make another hire. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. hell no. I think he really wants Iguana to succeed. Yeah. But I, mean, I think he will make the right decision. I don't think that's going to skew him. Yeah, anyway. I don't think he's got a choice at this point. Like, yeah. he has to hit on this yeah. next football coach or Plus he he's done. Yeah, I think, I think the worst thing that could happen for Ray is that ASU like beats Washington and loses to U of A, and then it's like, what do you do there? Mm, I don't think beating Washington does anything. Well, but I, I'm saying I mean, in, I, not specifically that necessarily, I but I mean, yeah. losing to U of A is probably the wrong, the wrong example there. Uh, lose no, to losing to Colorado. No, that's no, the, no, you can't no, get the job. I'm saying I think what you mean is like they go on, they beat Washington, win their next three games, and then they lose to. It, U of I, it a. really is if you have one you win that's like. Oh my God! And then if you also have a loss, that's like, oh my God! Yeah. What do you do in this? If he goes five hundred, if he finds a way to go five hundred, including the last two, games? including the last two, I games? think the win and loss doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, it's, but yeah. I think it's more of what he does with the team and how they look on yeah. and off the field and what he does with recruiting. Uh, anything else, it doesn't really matter unless you're going, you're extreme in one direction. Yeah. If other. you if you lose to U of A or, or Colorado, that probably hurts his chances pretty significantly. Otherwise, if you I find a know. way to go 500 in the middle of the season with no head coaching experience at the collegiate level, overall, yes. oh yeah, that's crazy. No, no, no. I'm not no, in I'm conference, saying basically a, from Aguano's start the Utah yeah, game so to the end of the season for Aguano to simply go 500. That's crazy. Why is that not crazy? How is that not? This, He's, this guy has had no head coaching experience at the Division One level or at this collegiate level. Jumps in in the middle of the season, has three top 25 opponents right off the rip, yeah. and finds a way to go 500. In a team that's built off half of its young yeah. players and the other half is transfers? When you put it like that. I mean, that's just me. That's just me. Everyone's got their own opinion. We'll see what happens. It's going to be <laughs> really I mean, interesting. Look at who they have to play. Like, it's not he's already two games behind. The only things that I think you can guarantee are, or not guarantee, I think can guarantee you, anything. I think the only, the only you thing you can at least pencil in as a half W right now is Colorado. That should be a full blown that should be a permanent marker W. The only other teams that I, I, I if like they should be favorites in in my mind are Stanford and U and U of A. They probably will, it'll, that Stanford game. It's at Stanford, right? Or is it at ASU? At Stanford, yeah. That'll be a pick'em. I feel I, like I don't think they'll be favored. I yeah, I think. But it'll I, be I'm not necessarily on, like betting lines. Yeah. In my mind, who I think yeah. is a better team, I think Arizona State's better than than Stanford. I think they're obviously better than Colorado. And I think they're better than U of A. Outside of that, they've already lost two games. 
on paper, they should lose to Washington. They should lose to UCLA. They should lose to Washington State. They should lose to Oregon State. So if he manages to go 500, that, that I mean, is that's something pretty, to write home you about. You have to win some big games in order for that to happen. I think that's a pretty significant improvement. Oh, if if ASU finds a way to win and go 500 at some point through Aguano's tenure, it's probably because Daniel Ngata found the end zone at least a couple of times. And when Daniel Ngata finds the end zone, our friends at Burrito Express are going to give you guys $4 burritos the next day. Found wow. some out, some pretty significant news. Okay. Um, Jacob is moving right near a Burrito Express location. Wow. Wow. Yes. Where are their other locations? I know they've got obviously the one in Tempe that we hey, go to. Scottsdale. There's one off of Hayden and Scottsdale. Let me look it up for you. I'll give you all of the locations. Let's, on their let's hear it, man. A lot, hear it. The, they have a lot in the East Valley. BurritoExpress.com. Shout out U of A. Or U of A, Jesus. OSU. Wow. You've been fired? Yeah, I know. I, I, I would deserve that. Um, Tempe, Scottsdale, Gilbert, Gilbert and Ray, Gilbert, Highland and Baseline, Mesa, and Chandler. Okay. Yeah, definitely go to Six Burrito Express, locations. guys. Look, we've gone there. I've had a burrito from there two of the last like four days. It's yeah, incredible every single day. It's incredible. Uh, definitely go and again be rooting for for Daniel and Gata <laughs> to find the end zone because those four to, four dollar burritos are going to smack even harder. Um, <laughs> Pugs and hugs. No, the answer is no. Chris <laughs> is no. in the chat saying I think having UCLA and OSU at home are massive is massive. One hundred percent. If those are road games, they one hundred percent lose those. I think OSU um, is looking better and better as a W. Ah, that's. Uh, you guys just have a love affair with Oregon State. That man. defense is good. Their quarterback is not like uh, I forget his name. We've right had now. this conversation, I but just, I think you guys think that that if that game is in Corvallis, they lose it. Yeah, sure. but I just think you guys think they have no chance. I don't think ASU? they have no chance. Yeah. I think the only teams they have no chance against are are Utah and hugs and hugs. <laughs> I think the only teams they have no chance against are Utah and, and UCLA <laughs> or USC. Um, Otherwise, any other team in the conference is far too inconsistent for me to think that ASU has no chance. We got Michael in the chat confirming as a neutral third party. Burrito Express is stupid, stupid flame. flame. Love it. This show is stupid flame. Truly. Michael, truly. you're a stupid flame. Okay. Now he's smart flame. Not stupid flame. Um, Let's get into Zach Wilson for a second. Yeah, okay. I'm really confused. I, we don't know what's coming, be. so I just want a disclaimer. If anything Look. out of pocket comes out of Totri's mouth, it's fully on Totri. Of Shane course, and I have me. no no prior knowledge of what's going to happen, look, and look, I have already look, threatened look, to walk look. off the set if this is on. If this these is guys get so defensive, and they don't it's even know what's it's, it's defensive. Worried. It's what worried. are you worried about? You being out of pocket. What, yeah. When have I ever been out of pocket? <laughs> Juneteenth. Uh, that Juneteenth? wasn't out of pocket. Do we need to review the film from our last show at at um, Four Peaks? Do we remember anything out of, anything out of pocket that you said then? I because I do. In my he personal defense, remember. No, I remember. Okay, you're me, man. Um, In his defense, they also, put it on screen. He read it. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, I thought that was fine. It wasn't, but it's okay. Um, Blaine asking about Christ as the head coach. No, 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 no. No, there will be no Big Ten coaches at ASU. God. Um, yeah, so Zach Wilson. So if you have scoured the internet at all in the last 48 hours and you are somewhat of a sports fan, you've seen that allegedly Tom Brady and his wife Giselle are going to be getting a divorce. Okay. They've hired divorce. They've hired, divorce. yeah, which means they're going to be getting a divorce. Um, just, just being a good journo over here. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> We're talking about Zach Wilson and this shit. Uh, so people had put out on Twitter specifically that Zach Wilson had posted something saying, um, don't worry, Giselle, I got you. After like that news came out, right? Super funny. Wasn't real. 
Um, and there were other things on Instagram where like Giselle had liked some of Zach Wilson's photos, whatever. We know that Zach Wilson allegedly likes cougars, right? <laughs> this is again, not out of pocket. This is just from as a good journal. Giselle never liked the Zach Wilson picture. It, yes. Yes. That is also not true. However, I am curious, right? These are celebrities. Okay. This, you guys are acting like I'm about well, to say because something you're, that's going to get us canceled. You're, the lead-up is just... Yeah, the lead-up's insane. It's nothing you, crazy, You guys. sound like you're afraid to ask what you're doing. I'm just curious, right? You know, maybe there's a world out there oh, no. where Zach Wilson, you know, he's, he's got a crush on Giselle, whatever. She's a celebrity. So I'm just curious as to what your guys' celebrity crushes are. Nothing crazy, man. Nothing crazy. You're he's just trying you. to get us in trouble. Uh, How is this getting you in trouble, man? Yeah, I mean, just the... the uh, because you're the only single man yeah. on the show. So, that's why. Um, I've been clear about this, though. Give me three. Okay. Whoa. Halle she, Berry she, forever. <laughs> I've talked about this with my girlfriend. She knows. Halle Berry forever. Um, <laughs> then Zendaya, obviously. Okay. Yeah, Zendaya's on mine, for sure. Um, when I was younger, I had a big thing for Amanda Seyfried. Wow, okay. Amanda Seyfried. Um, why do I, I don't know. Mama Mia. I haven't seen the movie. The Tragic. Megan Fox movie, Jennifer's Body. Um, What's her name? Amanda, Amanda, I typed in Adam. I'm trying to think. Oh, I got you. I got you. Um, I don't know. You have touched my hand earlier, man. Damn it! Who's your celebrity crush? Stop it! Yeah, you know know I'm on TV. Who's yours? (laughs) Hugs. I'm not putting that on the screen because it's wrong. That's yeah. That's tragic take. That's a horrible. Uh, Her taste in men is is bad, but yeah. um, You're up. Um, Zendaya is definitely one of them. Okay. I just, I, I'm not out here crushing Florence. Like Appreciate you, Florence. Oh, Florence Pugh? Yes. Yeah. Florence Pugh. Yep. Massive W. Um, oh, thank you, Pugh. Ana de Armas. Oh, yeah. oh yes. my God. Amazing. Duh. I heard Blonde was terrible, though. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> but Knives Out is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Those are probably my three. She's I, also in the newest James Bond. Mm. Uh, she was also in uh, what's that Netflix movie? It was okay. Uh, the one where yeah, I do love they it. have like an open relationship. No, oh, or is that no. the Hulu it's movie? It's the two. It's like Ryan Reynolds or somebody, and they're two. Oh yeah, they're spies. like spies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not she's a great movie that. though, but she's in it. She, it was okay. It was all right. It, it was it was mind fodder. It was entertaining. Vanessa Hudgens. What? Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Yeah. What? You're. What do you or, mean? Yeah. yeah. There's hesitation there. Well. Yeah. I don't know. What don't you know? There's a couple of guys I had on this list that I can't think of at the top of my head. Like there's there are some sexy dudes out there. Sexy dudes out there yeah. for sure. And I'm trying to think. I like I've. I mean, there's like the classics, right? Like you got your George Clooney's and stuff. Yeah, like that. George Clooney. Yeah, more than Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> Young Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dude. Um, my guy went crazy. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid flame. Stupid with the hair. Stupid flame. Um. Who's your Who's yours, Tetri? Uh you you guys give great answers. I'd gotta go the Armas. Yeah, that's, um, a that's a phenomenal one. Vanessa Hudgens, um, Ariana Grande. Now your men. I had a Grande phase. I'm still in that phase. Um, oh, um, Selena I, Gomez. I, growing up, I have an anti um, crush on a man. Oh, so MGK. You dislike him? Oh. Awful. One of the worst actors ever. Ruined my crush on Megan Fox. Probably probably some of the worst music that's been put out in the past 10 years. Just, oh, man. Like, genuinely. 
just go look up MGK lyrics. You will want to rip your ears off, mm. even if you're just reading them. Oh my okay. god, I hate him. Sorry, I'm I just trying to, to get think, that I'm out trying there. to think if there's anyone else that I'm like, damn. I mean, J Lo, yeah. J Lo, hundred, J Lo and Shakira, hundred percent. Those oh, are my another man crush. Sean Aguano, true, great hair. Okay, well, Tom Hardy. Mm. Tom Hardy. Okay, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, that's, I feel like, an obvious answer. Ryan Reynolds is, he's too cute for me. He's always playing the weird, quirky, dumb guy in movies. Oh, oh, crazy hot dude, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, my God. Duh. Yeah. Duh. There you go. And Halle Berry. You said Halle Berry. Halle Berry's number one. Halle Berry. Insane. Absolutely insane. All right. Let's get out of here. Okay. But before we get out of here, got to tell you guys about game time. Look, if you're trying to go to, an ASU football game, say, maybe this weekend at 1 o'clock against Washington. The right place to get your tickets is game time. You guys can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there, and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Guys, go check it out. We appreciate everybody for... You can also uh, get... um Tickets for the Jake Paul fight on game time. Yeah, um, you can get tickets no. potentially for a, another man crush that I can't believe if I forgot, and we will appreciate this Harry Styles sex mm. symbol. Yeah. Okay. Look, on that note, we appreciate you guys. Um, yes. Another anti-crush? Timothy Chalamet. I hate that kid. What? Don't, most overrated motherfucker on the planet. Wait, how? In what regard? He's he a fantastic like a actor. Boy. No, as a, physically. Oh, like, you just yeah. don't think he's oh, sexy? He's physically overrated. Yeah. He looks like a little boy. He looks like... He damn near looks like uh Yeah, I I, I definitely Rico I definitely don't Hannah understand Montana. that side of it, but I think he's phenomenal in every role he's yeah, played. That's fine. I don't care about that though. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, I know. I I'm talking my anti crush is more just because I hate that guy. Mm, fair. Okay. Fifty dollars each on game time right now for Jake Paul Anderson Silva tickets. That's actually October twenty ninth. You guys want to go Bad Bunny. Duh. I'm going, obviously. Dude, I would get I would risk it all for Bad Bunny. Yeah. Bad Bunny. Okay. Thanks Another again for listening or watching live, guys. If you enjoyed the content, you can give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils on Twitter. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Neef, and you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Crushing on Halle Berry as always. There you go. We will be giving you guys an audio episode tomorrow. Thursday should be out by the end of the day, so look forward to that. We'll be giving a little bit of a preview on Washington ahead of Saturday's game, but for now, enjoy the rest of your hump day. Peace.